meal plan um, the next couple of weeks and we're going to see some awesome results with that. I am, I know it sounds really not professional, but um, <clears throat> I am actually genuinely surprised at how well my meal plans work. <laughs> not to like, toot on, but toot toot. I know. Our new um, Bosco training, uh, our new program. I am just so excited for this program because I've never seen anything like this um, here in this area or in the area that I used to live in um, before. And when I was pregnant and just after I'd had babes, I didn't have too much support um, when it came to, like communal support, when it came to, getting back into fitness, getting back into routine, um, how to look after yourself even after you've had baby and even before. So during my pregnancy, there wasn't a lot of, like I didn't even see signs anywhere or anything. There wasn't that group that I could go to and feel just like a mom. And because, you know, I was struggling quite a bit throughout and afterwards um, for a little while. I wanted a community that I could reach out to, be myself, be honest with and feel accepted into and just understand that life doesn't always go the way you sort of planned it. And there are certain things that you struggle with as a new mum or during pregnancy or even like a mum two years on. So that's essentially what I'm trying to create with this challenge. Uh, it runs over 10 weeks, but we are looking to build a community where women prenatal and postnatal can come to like a one-stop shop we're starting off with weekly group training sessions um nutrition coaching for anyone who wants to jump onto that um, additional fitness coaching to do at home um, comes with the challenge as well as just like an insight into mental and physical health around pre and postnatal women um also, we are actually bringing on BM Coaching, um, who is working with me to create just a very big, uh, sorry, very detailed wellness guide um, for all our challenges and basically highlighting what our challenge is, what services, where they can find the essential services we suggest um, during their journey, as well as mindset coaching and basically um, overall wellness, physical and mental. So that is uh, additional, that is part of our um, challenge. And additionally, uh, BM Coaching is introducing some coaching packages, mindset coaching packages, uh, and we are running seminars and um additional group sessions for meditations and it's just going to be like I said a one-stop shop it's going to be awesome I think it's good because I mean look I've never had a child but I've worked with enough children to know that they take up every ounce of your being um oh yeah so my brain feels like there's just well they're dirty I don't like that um I feel like there's just so much focus on the child and like while there should be but you know it's so important to also focus on yourself and provide that time for you so you know this is going to be 
some time one day a week where you can just focus on yourself and remember that you're a human being and you deserve, you know, to fill your own damn cup as much as you fill everybody else's. Well, that's it. And a lot of women and myself included um, during their pre and postnatal journey, the baby becomes their first priority. They tend to lose touch of themselves and what their life was like before that and what brought them joy and what made them feel relaxed and what they needed before falling pregnant and having baby. Um, And they lose sight of that and they end up not feeling their needs. Yeah, and just feeling their own like filling their own cup because they can't, I don't know. I think you're right. Like there's just, it becomes so much less about the the parents involved and so much more about keeping this tiny human alive. So I think it's granted that there's got to be at some point where someone else takes responsibility or accountability for keeping the child alive. So you can also focus on keeping yourself alive. (laughs) Yeah. And, and you hear that, that like cliche saying like, Without you, there's no one to look after baby and all that sort of thing. Um, and it is. It's not cliche. It's true. Um, you need to be at your best so that you can look after this tiny human to the best of your ability. Yeah. And sometimes that means good. being a little selfish. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, I remember like you're always talking about not feeling good about yourself, not feeling good in your own body. And that can just take such a toll mentally and physically. So... I think the program is just going to provide a space for someone to rebuild. Open to all women, um, whether you are six weeks postpartum. um, So it's open to all women pregnant up to, I think, 36 weeks um, and women six weeks postpartum and forward. So even if you are two, three years, seven years postpartum, it's open to all women, but it is structured for um, Sort of getting back into health and wellness um pre and post baby yeah cool. i'm very excited i'm like just because i think so many women can benefit from it and i've not seen something like this before i would agree yeah and we've done so much hard work behind the scenes for this whole program there's a lot of value involved that's exciting so yeah it and also what, that- how people get involved so reach out to us on our socials. You can reach out to myself, um, Boss God Training, Instagram, Facebook. Um, sign up to our uh, to mailing list uh, on Boss God Training website because I'll be sending emails about the challenge and that sort of thing. I'm going to send one this Friday. Um, so sign up there. Also on there you have like specials and sales and, and that sort of thing, um, promos that our socials don't see. So definitely have a look on there. Um, sign up to our mailing list. Other than that, you can contact free at BM Coaching um, as we are together once a week. <laughs> <laughs> so um, signing up is easy. And once we signed up, we it's not just in person too, it's online. So um, we can organize a free consultation over the phone, online or in person. Um, and get you started, I can run you down basically what our challenge has involved. Nice. nice. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. I'm very excited. I am, yeah, I'm very excited. I like, I did a little promo teaser on the story on my Instagram yesterday. 
and I sort of like wanted to blurb everything but we hadn't done the announcement post yet so I was like I'm not going to tell you everything I'm just going to tell you when it starts and because <laughs> I was very excited but it does um it is something that's been in the forefront of my mind for a good couple of months now and purely because like a lot of my female clients come in and they don't quite they are just so unknowing of how much difference it makes throughout the throughout the month like how much difference your cycle and hormones change throughout the month um and they don't like they don't see how much of an influence hormones have on our health and wellness journey physical and mental so that's something that I wanted to talk about on our episode today um but first we have our question segment oh my god you have a question I do I have a question and my question is um do you think it's necessary to track your cycle as a woman have you tracked it before if you track it now why why did you start I feel like this is the point where I slink away and, <laughs> and I don't exist because I have polycystic ovarian syndrome. So I should track everything, but yeah. I do not. So I'll exit and the you, chat. <laughs> you know, and you know, I'd be so cross with you if you turned around and said, I don't track anything. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, the most I track it is by my pill. Because I had to go on the pill very early in life to very yeah fourteen, um, to deal with all the symptoms. So I don't have a tracker. I have a little pill packet that turns a different color when, <laughs> and little pills that turn a different color when I'm going to get my period. So I don't I don't track it, and I I only really recognize when things are going to happen or if something's changing because of either discharge or my uh, my moods I might start craving a lot of sugar means my period's on its way um yeah yeah. so no I don't a short answer no okay you're lucky we're on a phone call so I don't smack you for that but but, um at least you are sort of taking note of um premenstrual symptoms and like how like you can sort of marry up what's happening and how you're feeling to where your cycle is as well. So there are benefits, of course, and I'm going to tell you why it's important to track your system and how we can sort of uh, cycle and how we can make it work fast. So because our hormones are so beautifully dynamic, we're not like males, they are static most of the time. We are, we just flourish with hormones <laughs> and, and change it, hormone changes. So we can actually make that work for us. And a lot of women um, struggle. They say, you know, I have one week where I'm feeling good and energetic and motivated. And then the other three weeks, I'm just a wreck. So what we want to do is essentially learn what we need during the certain phases of our cycle so that we can feel that energetic, powerful, you know, all the time. So there are four phases to a women's cycle. We've got your follicular, your ovulatory, your luteal, and your menstrual. 
uh, week one is your menstrual. Okay. Um, obviously that's like we said in our alignment in alignment episode, um, we've got our clear out sort of, that's our clear out time and that's where we start our cycle again. So it's a 28 day cycle with rise and fall of hormones. Like we have huge rise and fall in hormones. Um, our hormones involve estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. So just like a little bit of background theory. Um, so they call it cycle syncing. And it's the practice of adapting your lifestyle and environmental factors to suit the changes in your physical and mental well-being um, throughout the different phases of your cycle. So very important to learn how you can support your body's natural hormone production through cycle syncing. Have you ever done cycle thinking or heard of that before? Um, only when I've lived with other women. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean like when we live together, our cycles sync up? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I, I think it's it's really sad to say that I have never given much focus to my period because it's never been a very positive experience. Yeah. It's the same for most women, unfortunately. Yeah, I remember learning that not everybody experienced the pain I experienced. Not everyone experiences regular cycles. Like, I, I just, it wasn't, I don't know what my private school education taught me, but it wasn't yeah. that. Mm. So no. Okay. No. So cycle thinking is um, definitely not, we think up like we got our periods at the same time like we're blood sisters yay <laughs> I mean, you're wrong but okay go on <laughs> um cycle thinking is like i said the adaptation of your lifestyle to suit the pits and falls of hormones during your cycle so tracking your cycle step one a lot of the time women have to track their cycle and pms symptoms to learn about how they're feeling and um, how they can how they can create this cycle thinking. So each month, um, your menstruation is your first point of contact, and it is the best best reflection on your body's health within that month. So a healthy period should show bright red bleeding for three to seven days without many PMS symptoms. So reflecting on color, um, duration, um, and then PMS throughout that time is your first, first go-to for knowing how the month sort of went. Um, some symptoms that are very common are like brown spotting in the early days, um, cramping, insomnia, and fatigue, really um, double-edged sword there. Um, Sugar cravings, like you said, and lower back pain, all um, indicative of hormone imbalance. So a lot of PMS symptoms are indicative of hormone imbalance, usually high estrogen or high testosterone. Estrogen is the prominent, so it's called estrogen dominance. That is the prominent hormone to take over and create imbalance only because it is so powerful. Um, it basically eat our progesterone I would say um, and it all boils down to lifestyle 
Um, so supporting ourselves during this phase, uh, given the heightened communication between the left and right side of the brain during this time, it's often a great time to reflect and make some pondering decisions, prioritizing self-care. So like we said in our alignment episode, that time for a clear out, reflection, and just taking it easy. Yeah. Um, so this could be anything from mindset boosting activities, uh, meditation, journaling, reading, um, and of course, self-reflection and self-care. Other things to consider during menstruation, training intensities, swap them out for lower intensity training sessions, massages, that sort of thing, even just walking is going to be beneficial during the space. It's a lot on the body. It's not just, oh, yeah, I'm bleeding. It's a physical change. You are shedding the lining of your uterus. Um, and it takes a lot out of your body. So give yourself that time to relax. I know personally during my, my like, menstruation, I find that I am just naturally more relaxed. And I don't know why. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that, like you said, like the body knows, we've always known the body knows what it needs and what it wants. Mm. So, like if you go into a situation that is deemed stressful or scary, your body tenses up, you feel adrenaline, like it sends, it reads that trigger and responds. So I guess you know, the like, I don't know, the female body just continues to amaze me all the time. It is incredible, isn't it? It blows my mind. And sometimes it makes me be like, yeah, I'm a woman. And then sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's back. It's like, mm. I remember like, it was always a celebration of like, okay, cool. My period's here. Check um and then yeah it is it is isn't it you're like thank god (laughs) (laughs) I see it I'm happy so after menstruation um the second phase is the follicular phase so this is basically a preparation of releasing an egg so every month this is the egg drop it's like the mic drop but the egg drop (laughs) exactly egg drop um (laughs) The brain sends follicle-stimulating hormones and luteinizing hormones to the ovaries, producing the follicles. So basically, your brain has introduced new hormones, as if we didn't have enough already, to help grow about 15 to 20 eggs each month. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, So naturally... This causes a spike in estrogen. Estrogen, our baby-making hormone, the things that make women, women. So that will continue to rise during the space, um, which is really necessary to prepare the uterine lining, um, which is basically the house of all the produced eggs. So once the egg is produced, um, the uterine lining, thanks to our estrogen, is being built and the egg just settles in nicely in our uterine wall uh, waiting to either be obviously fertilized or excreted so some women struggle to detoxify and excrete 
the buildup of estrogen after this time, which is common in PCOS and endometriosis. Um, estrogen, after its job is done, doesn't help us anymore. It actually becomes toxic in our body. And for a lot of women who are on like the IUD or similar, where they don't get a period, do not excrete this excess estrogen and end up building their toxicity, which causes that estrogen dominance imbalance and the start to those sorts of PMS, PCOS, endometriosis problems. So having that natural cycle, I always, always promote a natural cycle. If you can stay away from synthetic, and it's, it's a very controversial topic, but based on the research I've done in my screen postnatal, um, the experiences I've had with estrogen dominance uh, and, and my clients as well, I always advise away from synthetic um, contraception. So, yeah, so you mean like the pill and all yes. those. See, and I find I that do. I get what you mean about controversial because that's that's tough when someone like me relies on that to balance the hormones. Yes. Without it, I, I don't know what's going on in there, but it's not fantastic and it hurts. So that's yeah. so tough. But I, I can imagine too that that's happening because my system is not cleaning up after itself, which is, you know, right on trend for my inner child and <laughs> I am as a person. So that, <laughs> it doesn't take much, but you know, it makes sense though. It makes sense because, you know, that's why shit hits the fan and I need oh. the basically, okay. So my pill is basically a cleaning system. It's very expensive. <laughs> Well, yes. Um, yes and no. So for um, women like you who are experiencing really bad PMS, endometriosis, PCOS clients, I will always say, let's have a look at your lifestyle. Try and, try and optimize that as much as we can. Try and cycle sync as much as we can and mm -hmm. slowly sort of phase you off the pill if you don't need it. Yeah, and it because does make a difference. It does. It does. Yeah. Um, personally, uh, I went off the pill three months before Phoebe was born. Surprise. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I have never gone back, but I have never had acne as bad. I've never had cramping as bad. Um, and even without tailoring my lifestyle, it helped to reduce the amount of estrogen in my system. So definitely something that I would advise, even though it is a bit controversial. Um, so during the um, follicular phase, you'll notice that rise in estrogen um, based on like possibly increased acne, inflammation, mood swings, and just everything that estrogen loves to provide for us. Um, and this is often continued um, even without, like even after this phase for women who have estrogen dominance. Um, so even though um, it is like our most stressful time um, physically, mentally, most of us women are on fire this week. So schedule your meetings, tackle some like mentally demanding tasks that you've been putting off, get creative um, and just really throw yourself into those challenging things that you wouldn't necessarily be able to tackle closer 
towards menstruation again. Um, you've got heightened energy, heightened motivation and heightened sort of focus and awareness that really use this time to build on brain power and um, try something new even. You know, we're very adaptive during this phase and open to new ideas and successes. So there's a positive. We get um, metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the estrogen phase, like, though it is a bit of a struggle um, for most women, it can be useful as long as we know how to tackle it. Um, this is usually the second week of our our period of course throughout that 28 day cycle your period might last four days it might last seven days you know and then the, the other phases chop and change throughout as we go but um usually they're about one week each which makes it a bit easier for us to tailor our lifestyle like week two of the month um i will schedule all my meetings <laughs> um so phase three uh, which is the final phase of our like cycle before menstruation again. Um, and this phase is where progesterone rises to its highest. So we've had our spike in um, in estrogen. Our estrogen is dropping back down now um, and our progesterone rises to its highest signal. So just before your period is when we're up there on progesterone. And progesterone is a beautiful hormone it makes our nails strong our hair lush our skin glow it's like favorite my favorite um but this phase is basically to signal the body was where the brain signals the body to stop producing those luteinizing hormones the ones that help grow the egg um, and no more eggs are released after this this also it has, it has a two-part action. So it stops egg production, but keeps our womb and our lining healthy and strong. So it does help estrogen in that way. And that's why we have that rise just before. Um, this is where, and myself included, most of us feel that energy drop, that flatness. So like, you know how women come to you and be like, I'm getting my period because I'm exhausted and I'm starving and yeah, so that that is our luteal phase, um, and that's progesterone. Um, about a week before your period, you get like a mini surge in estrogen again, so that we're back on par progesterone and estrogen, uh, which is about day six to nine in like, you know, in there, um, and the shift in hormones. So that that dip in estrogen, the rise in progesterone, and then the mini dip in estrogen to meet progesterone again, it's about there where women go, oh, I'm getting my period because I'm carb loading, I'm bloating, I'm so moody. <laughs> um, Sorry, tick, and I'm just tick, cranky. <laughs> you often get like pain, headaches, low, like, um, lower back pain, like I said, and moodiness. So they're the most common ones during this phase as well. It's not all bad though. This particular ratio of estrogen and progesterone calls you into a keener sense of awareness. So similar to the phase just before, our follicular phase, um, similar to that, it 
builds on our awareness. Um, even though we're sort of tired and we're losing motivation, it is like fierce instinct for nesting, family space, family time and connection. So though it is our most struggle time, it's often when women reach out and they have a better connection with their partner or their friends or their family because they sort of feel that need. You know what I mean? They mm. feel like they want to be around people while they're struggling in this stage. Um, in terms of like nutrition and training, modify your training around this time to accommodate lower intensity. So rest your body a little more. Remember that you're about to go through a big physical change, drop the eggs that you created for this month. Um, so give yourself a little wiggle room to relax. Um, love yourself even like with your bloating and things like that. That does go away. It takes a little bit of time, but it does go away. You'll often notice water retention, loss of clarity and focus, but like I said, um, increased spatial awareness. Um, and just remember that naturally every woman goes through these changes in hormones. So it's really important to understand that, yes, some weeks you're going to feel like a boss babe and then other weeks you're going to feel like a pile of shit. But that's normal. And we can, and we can't change it, unfortunately. We just have to roll with it. And that's exactly what cycle thinking is, rolling with whatever our hormones throw at us and tailoring our, our fitness, our nutrition um, and our mental mental like mindset to accommodate for that. So it's really, really interesting. I love the way that we can still do that. And even with our um, beautiful dynamic hormones, we can still get the best out of every week throughout our cycle. Yeah, I would say that it is a superpower in its own right. Because yep. like we we can anticipate what we may feel. It's almost yep. like that explains like the women's intuition sort of vibe because like yes. you never know when a man is going to become grumpy and moody um, <sighs> unless you like have lived with them long enough to know that, oh, he hasn't eaten or had sex today. So that's what's going to happen. So I feel like for us, like you, like for us to be able to take what happens to us naturally, that it's not the greatest thing in the world because it's, it has its sucky points, but to know that we can actually utilize it and like yeah. you said, plan meet, meetings in that week or tackle your harder jobs this week, as opposed to the other, like if we actually sat down and really created our planners that way, like, I just feel like it would be phenomenal. And yet it's not something that we're really taught. No, I was never taught um, until I stopped. Um, I was actually doing sort of no contraceptive, uh, no contraceptive planning. So I would follow my cycle and my phases to understand where I was most fertile and sort of stay away from that time. Um, and throughout that process, I learned um, all about estrogen dominance, the rise and falls in hormones and how to basically cycle sync to our lifestyle. And it has proved time and time again to be so useful. Um, there are certain weeks and it's even useful like in relationships. So engaging with your partner and saying like, this week I'm all about work because I'm on fire and I'm smashing it. And 
next week I feel like I'm going to be a little less motivated. So I want to plan a date night next week. Um, I'm really wanting you to love me a bit more. So just having that open communication and teaching them about your highs and lows yeah. really helps um, with relationship dynamic, even with kids and um, friends as well. Yeah, I can imagine it It replaces the old, I have a headache. <laughs> too sorry, I'm uh, too fertile this week. Next week. <laughs> next week. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I just don't think we give enough credit to ourselves as women about all these natural superpowers. You know, I talk about it with my anxiety and with like vulnerability and um, authenticity. Like they are superpowers. Mm. Just make sure that you're utilizing them to the absolute best that you can and you get so much out of it absolutely nice thanks for sharing i'm sure all our male (laughs) listeners have probably either switched off by this point or they're probably like worshiping the closest woman to them right now just yeah (laughs) he's like oh my god um i'm excited to talk about it because i think it can be a really useful tool for so many women so um if you want to learn more about that contact me um at boss god training on instagram facebook tiktok i'm pretty much everywhere and sign up to our mailing list because this stuff comes out um through there we've also got our boss babes uh facebook group which i will put in the show notes uh for this so jump in join that group that is everything women's health everything women's health I think it's such an understudied subject um and a lot of general practitioners they just go oh it's just your hormones it's just your period because there's not enough people don't know enough about it to really diagnose the underlying problem and I think it has such an effect on everything relationships health journeys mindset so much so that it can change the whole dynamic of it so I think it's a really important tool to understand how you're going to be in the different stages of your cycle. So definitely um, log on to our socials and learn more about that. Um, You can also contact Bree at BM Coaching where she sort of talks about the mindset behind um, how you can still be who you want to be during the times where you're not feeling motivated during the times where you haven't filled up your cup. She talks about how you can pull that back into realignment and be a true authentic self throughout. Yeah, I think the two combined just makes such, it makes so much sense. If you're looking at your physical well-being, you've got to look at your mental well-being. So the two go hand in hand. Um, yeah, which explains why we've been doing this podcast for so long. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which explains why we still talk about the same subject every time. <laughs> When will they get it through their thick skulls? We are powerful. (laughs) Together. No, but thank you so much for um, jumping on today and listen out next week for um, our next one. Yeah. I don't know. All about saying no. I don't know if we'll be back on Zoom. I don't know what the go is with our um, situation. Um, But yeah, hopefully this episode didn't frustrate too many people's eardrums. Um, and hopefully, yeah, it's, it comes through and that, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. We are working on it. We're having conversations, but at this point in time, um, zoom and 
chucking around microphones, but, but that's where we're at. So just be with us and bear with us. <laughs> we're still even working on getting an intro sorted. Yep. Season three. <laughs> <laughs> no. So it'll be fun. All right. Thank you for listening. Ciao. Bye.